Oh, hi there. Oh, hey, we Fan- didn't see you there. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. When did you come in? Uh, I'm Jen. I'm J- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm Casey. <laughs> Get it together. Can you keep your own name straight? How are you supposed to answer that? I was looking at you, so I thought I was you. I thought this was a mirror. Um... I mean, if you can't even get your own name right, Jen, then... <laughs> Are you gaslighting me? For the third I, time today. I always am. Uh, this is Chattahoochee. Ask Chattahoochee. This is Chattahoochee. Um, and we're going to answer some questions from Yahoo Answers. Um, so this first question I opened up is actually really interesting, and I it ties into our listener-submitted question. It does. Uh, and I don't think we should answer specifically this question, but I think we should use it as a springboard. Sure. All right. So the question is, what's a good name for a boy? And this is, we chose this question a long time ago, and it's really funny that it comes up now because one of our listeners asked us to address the question, uh, that's related to this, and they wanted to know... If we would name our putative, no, not putative. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> children. Our, our potential pr- future progeny. Pr- our prospective children. Prospective progeny. Uh, an unusual or, yeah, an unusual. Unique name. Unique, unique name. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Your, your child's gonna be named Unique New York, Unique New York, Unique New York. Yeah, that's like a vocal, it's like a... Vocal exercise. Yeah, yeah, then every conversation they have will be... A vocal exercise. Clear. <laughs> they Enunciated. Will, they will, I was gonna say, they would have really good enunciation powers, but really it would be everyone around them would have elevated yeah. enunciation powers. And it would benefit them. I suppose. Uh, so, what, what, what do you say? Would you... Name your prospective progeny something that is unique. I think, I guess I would go in the middle ground. I wouldn't want to name my kid something like Adam (laughs) or Josh or Chris. Sorry, Adams, Joshes, and Chris's of the world. But you want your kid to not have to go by their first name and last initial. Unless you have a really cool last name in which they... In which case, they could just go by their last name. Like, if your last name... Like, my roommate's last name is Butcher. Mm. And I think it would be cool to just let the kid... Like, call the kid, like, Adam Butcher. And then their friends would just have to call them Butcher. Which is a really (laughs) badass name to me. Um, And I also don't think it's great to give them a super outlandish name. Because they'll have to kind of explain it their whole lives. Spell it their whole lives. Kind of, like... Try to come up with some sort of significance of how weird mm. it is. It can be cool. It can be quite cool. I don't know. You just... A very unique name has a personality of its own. Yeah. Like, maybe it sounds like medieval. Maybe it sounds like science fiction-y. And you don't know what this kid is going to grow up to really be into yet. Right. So you don't want to put that on them. Um... So I'd like something kind of neutral and in the middle, something that people know how to spell and have heard before, but not necessarily something that every other kid is going to be named. Also, I really appreciate names that have a lot of nicknames. Again, so the kid can kind of choose their own destiny. Yeah. Like, I I like the name Elizabeth, because you can call them 
or they can go by the name and they can change it throughout the years. Maybe in second grade, they can be Eliza and third grade can they be Liz, Lizzie, Beth, Zabe, <laughs> Zabe. Um, Ella, Ellie. There are tons Zah. of possible. Zab. Zab. Ooh, yeah. Zabeth. Mm-hmm. Zabeth. Abeth. Oh. Abe. Abe. Oh, Abe. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You could have a daughter named Elizabeth and a boy named Abraham and they could both be Abe. That would be so confusing, Jen. <laughs> no. I know you want two children named after Abraham Lincoln, but imagine you'll be I in the just... house and yell, Abe, come here. Everyone will come to you. And I just figured out how to achieve my dream of having all of my children named uh, after Abraham Lincoln. Just Boom. name one Link. And one but Then they'll, the people will think it's a video game thing. Which, True. Which I don't like Link that much to go there. Maybe I should name my mm. child Mario. Mario Mario. Mario Mario. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't. Um, another Wait. great one is, like, Charlotte. Because they could go as Charlotte... Like Char, Charlie, <laughs> Chuck. Uh, my cousin knows someone who had twins, mm-hmm. a twin boy and girl, and named them Luke and Leia. That's weird. <laughs> Does she want them to make out someday? <laughs> Don't those two characters make out? They do. Okay, just, I'm not crazy. Just once. They didn't know they were siblings. Just, okay, if it's just once, it's not incest. That's not a rule. <laughs> Is that how that works? No, it's definitely not, y'all. That wasn't a Southern joke, I'm sorry. It was a subconscious um, Appalachia joke, and I apologize. Uh, um, What was I thinking? Another good one that has a lot of nicknames. What was I thinking? Allison? It could be Allie. Allie, Al... You can call me Al. <laughs> That's an excellent song. It is. It's so good. Um, um, I knew twins once who were named Durrell and Turrell. Really? Yeah. So don't name your kids the exact same thing, because even almost the exact same thing is so confusing. That does sound confusing. They already have identity issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, my answer to this question is, yeah, I, I think I... I'm, yeah. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with having a common name, so I'm not going to take as extreme a stance as Casey on that. Sure. On well, that you, yeah, I, you have one of the most common names. I do have a very but common Jennifer name. Jennifer is another one that has a lot of great nicknames. You can be Jenny, you can yeah. be Jennifer, you can be Jen, you could be Iffer, you could be Iffy, you could be Furry. I, I'm Iffy all the time. <laughs> you could be, you could be really No comment iffy. on the Furry part. <laughs> you can be a Furry if you want. It's not illegal, it's just weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a pretty common one. But also, do you ever get annoyed by people, like, imparting a nickname onto you? Like, just deciding they'll call you Jenny? Someone did that the other day, but I think it was an accidental, like, autocorrect it- oh. situation. Mm-hmm. But it was via email. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is this person referring to me as Jenny? That's very strange. Do you ever get that thing where someone sends you an email and they spell your name wrong? And it's like, my name is in my email address. Well, how did you do that? So what happens to me, like my email address has Jennifer in it. Yeah. So if the person does not know me, like if I'm emailing like some random like service or something at work yeah. and the person is replying, they'll call me Jennifer. Even mm-hmm. if I sign, 
They usually will call me Jennifer, even if I sign my name as Jen. Sometimes people will notice that I sign my name as Jen, and they will reply back to me as Jen. Mm -hmm. But what really gets my goat is when people know me, talk to me on a daily basis, I email them about something, I sign my name, my name has two N's in it, Mm -hmm. they reply back to me, and they always spell it with one N. And this happens with multiple people on multiple occasions, like, uh, serially. Mm -hmm. And that really bothers me. Yeah. Because just because two N's is less common than one N does not make it any less valid. Any less valid. Any. Not one iota. (laughs) And it's like, it just makes me want to spell their names, their names incorrectly out of spite and see how they feel. Because it feels wow. terrible. That's the most spiteful thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I'm going to spell your name wrong. Watch out. I think I have almost the opposite problem with Jens because I've known this particular Jen for so long mm. that I can't spell Jen with one N. Yeah, it looks wrong it looks to me. Wrong. So I'll call every Jen, Jen in a... <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. So you just need to indoctrinate the rest of the world to your way. There was a boy in kindergarten who used to write my name on the whiteboard because he liked me, and he would write J E N N N N N N N N all over the whiteboard, mm-hmm. and then he would like that's how he would call me, like refer to me as he'd like, "How are you today, J E N N N N N N N N N N N N N?" That's an extreme example. Don't take it that far. Just use two ends, please. Not one. Not eighteen. Two. Two. The sweet. Too. Yes. So I do, I do think there's a sweet spot in terms of ends na- and, it's a- ends and name uniqueness in general. Yeah. Because. What are names that you like for babies? Um. Well, lately, I think so. Without giving any specifics away, I think our children will have the initials, the final initials ST. When you when you said our children, it made it sound like our children, <laughs> Casey's children, <laughs> and no judgment. And so I really want the their initials to spell something really funny, like or not funny, just like make a word. Like if if there was Beth Elaine. ST. Uh, but you could also do something like L-A-S-T and then last. it's the last. It could go either way. Like for your last child? Oh, oh my god, we could do first and last. So you would need an F-I-R. Yeah, Fernando Ignatius Rapunzel. I was gonna say Ricardo. Richardo. Richardo. First, and then last can be uh, Lucifer, Agatha, St. St. What about the middle? <laughs> uh, Midst. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Malcolm, Isabel. Why are you mixing up male and female names? Uh, so they can pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's got to be something like um. Mississippi, (laughs) (laughs) Mississippi, Idaho, Delaware, St. (laughs) Midst. I actually kind of like that. Yeah, they can go by Ho for short. Ho, yeah. 
Or Idaho. Yeah. Or they could go by Miss. Or they could buy Sippy. Sippy. Oh, that reminds me of Flossie. (laughs) My brother definitely does not listen to this podcast because he's busy with his baby. His baby's name is Flossie, and I'm going to give her a better nickname before she goes to school. I'm thinking Beastie. Beastie? I like that, but it kind of sounds like... Beastiality? Well, yeah, that and like like something you would call a dog. Yeah, but I just look at her and I think Beastie. Uh, why? Uh, she's a little beastie. I'm not gonna do this one. Uh, sorry, I... (laughs) Or this one. I I picked that one. I I don't know how to convey it. I I don't remember why I picked it, but I remember seeing that picture. I think I knew I wouldn't have to talk about it for a while, and I was just, like, pulling a prank on future us. Prank achieved. Um, the question that I skipped was, there was just, like, a picture of a guy holding his stomach, and he was talking about... Does this represent the average male body in America? (laughs) I don't know what I was planning on answering that with. Um, alright, let's move on from names, and... And dad bods. And dad bods. Uh... Ooh, you can name your kid dad. Oh, yeah. Dad? Yeah. Hey, dad. (laughs) Funny. <laughs> Think of all the dad jokes, like um, when they're when like they they're <laughs> like someone says I'm cold and they're like Hi, cold. I'm dad. <laughs> I mean, it's up to them whether they want to do bad dad jokes. You could really lean into that. Uh, sure. Hopefully not. Next question: Do you like pineapple on a pizza or not? Um, I am gonna say yes, with the caveat that. Uh, it's not something I would order, like, if I'm ordering a pizza for myself, I would not order a pineapple pizza Mm -hmm. or a Hawaiian pizza. Um, but if it is being ordered, like, at a party or something, I would have a slice, depending on what else was available. But I like it with ham. I don't eat mammal meat, and I haven't for the past, like, ten years. Mm. And... So, last time I had a Hawaiian pizza, I did like it. But my tastes have changed quite a bit in the past ten years, so I'm not 100% sure. I know it's quite divisive on the internet. I do really love pineapple. I'm... I like some pizzas. Yeah. I, I'm i not as crazy about pizza as most people seem to be. Hmm. Um, like, most Tinder profiles are like, I love hiking and pizza. Interesting. And The Office. Tinder people love The Office. Um, all of those things sound pretty generic. They're so generic. My Tinder bio is really a lot more interesting than that. Tell us about it. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, I, like, just list interesting facts about myself. Like what? Like that, um, I once smuggled myself onto an Air Force base in the trunk of a car. Wow. I'm sure you've heard that story. Yeah, I have. And that I invented a sport called reverse pickpocketing, where I put stuff in my friends' pockets and wait for them to notice. That's a great conversation starter. And it's, like, unique. New York. Oh, it's unique New York. I think I also have listed that I eat the rinds of watermelons and the skins of kiwis. Oh, yes. I've heard that one before from you. Yeah. Um, I... This is an interesting question for me because I don't really like pineapple. 
but I do like it on pizza. That's bizarre. Yeah. Why don't you like pineapple? Are you allergic to it? I just don't like the texture. I'm a little allergic to it. It makes my mouth a little numb. Noam will buy a pineapple and eat the entire thing, and then he'll be like, Ooh, my mouth I is... I can totally... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause Cause it, like... There's an enzyme in it that dissolves your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> like, digest your tongue meat. That happened last Thanksgiving. Is it butternut squash? Mm-hmm. There's some kind of squash that, like... It's a defense me- mechanism where when you cut open the skin, it secretes an ooze. It secretes a secretion that is toxic, mildly mm-hmm. toxic. And you're supposed to wear gloves when you prepare it. Really? And we didn't realize this until all of our hands were, like, started peeling. And then I was like, I'm oh going to Google God. this. Yeah. It, like... All, Did it hurt? It was uncomfortable. It, the whole, like, it caused swelling. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, made you feel like your skin was going to split. Like, it didn't Ooh. actively hurt. It just, like, felt... Wrong. Real. Yeah. It felt weird. That's bizarre. What kind of squash was it? I, I want to... I want to... No, to avoid this. I think it was butternut. 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 <laughs> eat that squash. <laughs> butternut. Eat that squash. <laughs> Actually, you can eat it. Just don't just touch don't it. Touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Prepare ooze. it. Yes. Hmm. Well, that was... I learned from that question. I hope you guys did too. What did What did you learn? I learned that butternut squash are possibly scary, and that you only like pineapple on pizza. Yeah, what an informative. And the gnome question. eats entire pineapples like me. He does. He'll he routinely gets a whole thing and he'll just eat it. And I'll be like, gnome, slow it down there, buddy. You're gonna make your mouth fall off <laughs> again. <laughs> he, he doesn't listen to me. One time in high school, my brother and I were both stressed out about life and school in general, and we decided to go buy an entire pineapple and eat it. And it's just, the butchering of the pineapple is really fun. My brother was a vegetarian for a very long time. Did I tell you he stopped being a vegetarian? I don't think I ever knew he was a vegetarian. <laughs> he was he was super vegetarian for the longest time. He's the one who didn't eat things with faces. Oh. Jenna always thinks I don't eat things with faces. I do, as long as they're a bird face. Or a fish face. A, or, or a reptile face. An alligator face? I would try an alligator. Would you really? I think I would. If I were at, like, a Mississippi State Fair. <laughs> Somewhere where it's appropriate. That's the, that's the place to do it. Yeah. My uh, friend Ryan almost got eaten by a crocodile. When wow. they were whitewater rafting. Wow. In Namibia. Whoa. Yeah, so I would eat an alligator as vengeance for Ryan. Because it's its cousin almost ate my very good friend. Yes. I would be on board with that. Ryan also got slapped by a baboon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's unique. They studied abroad. Yeah. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of adventure you're getting yourself <laughs> into when you study abroad, apparently. I'm glad I didn't do it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I had something very important to say, and I cannot recall whatsoever what it was. Oh, you know another good boy name? What? Ulysses. Oh, that is a good name. And then you call them Yuli for short. Yuli? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. What about Issies? Or what about Sis? <laughs> Do you know... Wait. No, it's not in, It's not the S in Ulysses S. Grant. It's the S in Harry S. Truman. Mm-hmm. The S doesn't stand for anything. His I'm middle name sure. is S? Yeah, like, I think he just needed a middle initial for a form, and so he put in S. I think. Interesting. I, the internet should fact check me on that, but I think that that's kind of true. That's inter... 
Esting. Nah. <laughs> anyway. Wait, I have another middle name tidbit. Sure. Uh, you know Rutherford B. Hayes? Mm-hmm. What's the B stand for? Do you know? No. Bathtub? Burchard. Burchard? B-I-R-C-H-A-R-D. Burchard. Burchard? I don't I know. I think someone just spelled Richard wrong. <laughs> Richard? Yeah. <laughs> Bertrand. Bertrand. I want this baby's middle name to be Richard. What'd you say? Bertrand? (laughs) No, Richard. Okay, Bertrand. They Bertrand Richard. (laughs) Bertrand is middle name. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, what's our next question? Uh, Okay. Our next question is, I have a possum family living in my garage. What do I do? I don't want to live trap release them myself because possums freak me out. <laughs> I also don't want them killed or anything. I just want them out of my garage. There are two adult possums and 12 babies. What wow. do I do? That's, that's some prodigious possum Ooh, yeah. uh, procreation. That's amazing. Well, uh, possums aren't that scary. Actually, do you remember the time there was an episode of The Walking Dead that I was watching in college, and there was, like, a closet, and something was in the closet, and I was really scared that it was, like, a zombie baby, because they were in a daycare center, and they opened the door, and it was a screeching possum, and I was drinking water out of a glass bottle at the time, and I was so scared, and I just had some sort of arm flail reaction, and I smashed the bottle on the floor of my dorm room. <laughs> you, th- you threw the bottle. Yeah, I yeah. My arm like fully extended rapidly, such as to throw the bottle. I didn't like mean to throw the bottle, yeah. but I threw it, and it shattered into a million pieces. So I guess I'm really hypocritical if I say that possums aren't that scary because <laughs> they scared me more than zombies. Um, yeah, their little mouths are just so V-shaped. They just open so wide, and their sharp teeth are so sharp. Oh, I should be advising this person to not be scared. <laughs> Instead, you're terrifying them I, further. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lie to you. They're scary little dudes. But possums are cool, you know? And I think you should just leave your garage door open and see if they wander out. <laughs> um, but what if more just wander in? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm going to advise you not to listen to Casey. <laughs> and instead, because I, th- I envision that being like a, there was an old woman who swallowed a fly kind of situation. Yeah. Inst- I did once open a window to get rid of a bee and another bee flew in. Yes. And then I burned that car. <laughs> Just kidding. I would advise you to contact your local game warden or animal control group. And You're so smart! <laughs> and they are trained professionals, and I don't think that they usually euthanize animals um, unless they think that they're rabbit or something. Yeah, So and most possums are immune to rabies. Yeah, that's what this infographic says. I don't know if I... I, I totally to- <laughs> believe it. Um, so that is my recommendation, and I hope that you follow it, my friend. Well... I can't say anything smarter than that. <laughs> That's some actual good advice. So why even try? <laughs> I'm not going to. Okay. Here's uh, a question yeah. for you. Do you keep your eyes open at the dentist? My dentist gives me sunglasses, so I keep my eyes open. Is that normal, or do most people just close their eyes? What's your dental behavior like? Oh, I keep my eyes open, but it makes me feel very uncomfortable the entire time because... 
like their face is right over your face, so you have to like avert your eyes at a weird angle yeah. to avoid just making constant eye contact with them. And yeah, it, it's not a great solution. But I also feel like closing your eyes is a little strange. Closing your, I think I haven't been to the dentist in a an irresponsibly long time because I don't have dental insurance right now. Mm. But I think that I usually close my eyes. But yes, it does feel weird. It feels weirdly intimate because usually when someone's face is that close to yours and you close your eyes, you're about to kiss them. <laughs> so it feels like I'm like there waiting for them to kiss me. The, the I question, don't want them to take that cue. The question is, is your dentist attractive? Oh, the last dentist I went to was very attractive, but probably out of my league, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he's a dentist. He's like making a lot of money. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was little, I used to do much worse than make eye contact with my dentist. Did I ever tell you this? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Bro, I think I did. Until I was, like, pretty old, like, too old, <laughs> until I was, like, a teenager, I used to lick my dentist's fingers. <laughs> like, they were, they were wearing gloves, but I didn't mean to do it. It was just like, okay, when you have something in your mouth, you just, like, want to lick it to see what it is? I don't know. It was just like... I don't have that impulse. It was just a, a tongue instinct that I had, and I thought it was normal. I, like, part of it was that... Okay, I still honestly do have the urge to lick my dentist's fingers. Okay, not, like, sensually lick. Just, like, touch their fingers with my tongue. Partly to, like, see where they are in my mouth. Can you know, you just feel, like, they're Kind of feel what there. they're doing. But teeth, like, you can kind of feel where they are, like, on your teeth. But I want to, like, see really what they're doing in detail using my tongue feelers. <laughs> That's real, real weird. Yeah, I literally, now when I go to the dentist, I have to firmly press my tongue against a part of my mouth. To keep it under control. Because if I stop focusing on that, I'm sure my tongue would wander to their fingers. And, okay, none of my dentists ever brought this up to me. Probably it was okay when I was very little. I don't know. No one I've talked to ever has said that they can relate to this. So it's probably my dentist just didn't know what to do. Because it was probably the first time anyone had done that so and they just didn't want to be like kid why is your tongue touching my fingers they didn't know how to bring it up would you like apply pressure i think i did it wasn't a gentle lick (laughs) weird yeah um i'm a mental health professional and i literally have no explanation (laughs) i mean it's probably some weird freudian oral stage thing oh yeah you're yeah i have an oral fixation (laughs) You're oral retentive. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I was weaned too early, which isn't true. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how late I was weaned, because that's personal information. <laughs> but it wasn't early. <laughs> she will tell you that much. <laughs> Jen knows the number. It's double digits. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> this is how rumors start. Anyway, so, no, I don't keep my eyes open at the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said that you did. No, I don't. I close oh, my eyes. Oh, I, I close my eyes, but I it thought, feels weird. I thought by keep eyes open, it meant close your eyes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, so that's what Oh, that it's means. that thing where you think the opposite. It happens to me a lot. <laughs> it's going to get you in trouble. It probably is. Uh, do you think we have time for one more? I think we do have time for one more quick one. All right, let me... Uh, I think that's a little, uh, 
these are all oh here's okay. <laughs> okay this is a good one um th- this question is how does it feel knowing that Ari- ariana grande is more successful than you'll ever be that's a mean question. <laughs> you don't know how successful I'm going to be. Also, success is really subjective. That's true. Yes, she's famous. Yes, she has money. Yes, her hair is flowing and multicolored. <laughs> and yes, she probably has a very nice homestead. <laughs> but is that what success is? What is success? Um, I mean, is she happy? She looks pretty happy. But who knows? Yeah, it's hard to know. Is she? Does she have fulfilling relationships with other people? It would probably be hard as a famous person because it would be hard to decipher whether someone was around you because they wanted to be famous or whether they really that would be so had tough. something in common with you. Yeah. Um. You would. I mean, I guess I would just never try to make new friends again and just be friends with old like, friends. I feel like you'd have to do, like, find online friendships, but, like, do reverse catfishing where, like... Yeah, pretend you're a normal person. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would not be a successful, successful person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like having that much attention on me would cause me a great deal of anxiety. Me and too. also it's, like, really hard to just, like... Pay attention to what you're doing all the time. I mean, we've already yeah. like, said multiple things that we regret saying. Mostly Casey. It's uh, Yeah, it's been all me. Um, hopefully Jen edits it out well, but trust I've said some unsavory things. That, you know, I don't mean to. Or just like accidental things. Just you like, said my name. Yeah, I said Jen's full name and address. <laughs> I sent Jen's entire social security number, but she edited it out skillfully. I'm so good. <laughs> but yeah, I a lot of times I like to forget that I exist, and it would be hard to do if I were famous. Like, I like to like go out in public and just like blend into a crowd. Don't That's you like a- to do that? No. Oh, I like I, to do that. I don't like being in crowds. I don't like being in crowds either. But like at a concert, I don't know. At a concert, I like to just focus on my own friend group that's there and like maybe say hi to acquaintances but I wouldn't want people to be like paying a lot of attention to what I was doing like scrutinizing my dance moves uh what will you do if this podcast podcast takes off and people are scrutinizing your phonemes oh jesus christ (laughs) um I guess I maybe I could handle it yeah We'll see. Could be interesting. I do feel like sometimes it's, like, angst. Like, it does cause me angst to think about, like, there's all the things that I want to be good at. There's always going to be someone that's better than me at them. But there's no one who's as good at being you than you. But is it that good to be me? I don't know. No, but it's unique. (laughs) It is unique. Unique is, like, one of those words that people just use when they... It's like when people say that something is interesting. It's not that, you know... My boss yelled at me for calling a drink that we sell weird. (laughs) But honestly, when I was calling it weird, a lot of people wanted to buy it. Because they... It was interesting. What what was the drink? It was Moxie. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I Did you tell them it tastes like cough syrup? No, I said said it's a dark cola. Because she told me to call it a dark cola. And I, I said it was, like, a mixture between root beer and Dr. Pepper, because that's the closest I can come yeah. to. Um, 
And then I would say, yeah, it's a weird flavor. It's kind of an acquired taste. I don't want to lie to them and say, like, oh, it's delicious. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Because it's not it's true. very polarizing. If you don't know, Moxie is a drink that's specific to Maine. Yeah. Um, it was, was it invented in Maine? I think so. And it I was like... I like it might have been Massachusetts. And it was like a tonic. It was like a health tonic. Yeah. I should tell people that. Maybe they'll think it's good for them. Hmm. It's, it's owned by Coca-Cola now. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you, have you tried it? Do yeah, you, for sure. Do you like it? I haven't tried it in a long time. I liked it okay. It was... I'm not a big soda person. It's very sugary. I don't really like liquid sugars. Yeah. Feels... The glycemic index is just off. Mm. <laughs> it's just not not my sweet spot. Uh, yeah, I like Moxie in small doses. But it's funny because Jen has a cat named Moxie. <laughs> Am I allowed to tell them that? Yes, yes, that's allowed. <laughs> Jen has a cat a cat named Moxie. What's Moxie's last name? I want to tell them. <laughs> she has. She just. I'm just sure. What? <laughs> What's oh, Moxie's social? <laughs> anyway, she has a cat named Moxie, and she, she loves has Moxie social. in large doses. I love Moxie the feline in large doses. I like Moxie the beverage in medium doses. It's funny that it's doses because it was medicine. I wonder if I did that on purpose. We'll never know. Very fitting. Well, that's a question for next week. (laughs) True dat, true dat. If you have any questions, send them at us via... Ask Chattahoochee at gmail.com, or you can leave a SoundCloud comment if you prefer that. Um, see you later. See you. See you. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Just kidding. Yeah. I'll explain it to you later. What? Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's it. Bye.